Relax, relate, release. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to the Autopsy of Her Healing, Evolving Resiliency. I am Iris Owens, your host, and on the line with me is my beautiful co-host and sister. Good morning, honey bunny. How morning, are you? Honey. I'm doing great. Stephanie Diani Green. Good morning, everyone. Uh, yeah, listen, I just want to tell y'all, life is amazing, right? I don't care <laughs> what happens, what's going on. The mere fact that I'm here, I'm looking at you, you looking at me, we talking to each other, we walking, talking and breathing makes it all worth the while. The journey is all worth the while. And so with that being said, Steph and I, you know, we always tell you we have pre-conversation before every one of our, every one of our shows. But today we're going to talk about evolving me because after all, the topic or the, the title of our podcast is the autopsy of her healing, evolving resiliency. And so we always want to make sure we stay true to what it is that we do here. And so today we're going to focus on evolving and we're going to talk about e the evolving me, meaning you, right? How are you evolving in your life? Right. And so Steph and I were talking about, you know, I think about it. I'm 57 steps, 58. Um, we were sharing thoughts about, look at people. I went to Essence Festival this weekend and uh, of course saw some amazing um, artists, but what was really mind boggling, not mind boggling, but just exhilarating to me was seeing Patti LaBelle, who is 78 years old, come out there on that stage with those heels on, do her thing, <laughs> belting out those notes. And even, and here's the thing, even in one thing, after she sang the, the, the entry song and she came out, she says, y'all, I am so winded, but I am here. <laughs> Amen. Cause she did her doggone thing. You hear what I'm saying? And she, when she kicked those shoes off, she was doing some more stuff. She was dancing. She, she had a rapper come out. She was dancing with the rapper. I said, see, this is what I'm talking about. Ronald Isley, 81 years old. He did his <laughs> thing. He tore that thing up. Do y'all hear me? 81 years old, right? Wow. Mm. Bobby Brown, so good to see that brother standing. And when I say he sang, he sang like the Bobby Brown we all grew up with. Really? Oh he sang God. like the Bobby Brown we grew up with. He had all the steps down. New Edition, Belle Biv DeVoe, Belle Biv DeVoe, they did their thing. But they're closer to our age. Or actually, they're younger Wait than us. Yeah, they're <laughs> younger than us. Yeah, but, they're, like, they're like four years younger than us. Right. By, by the way, I'll be 58, 18, in 18 days. <laughs> that's right. You'll be 58 and eight. And, and that's right. So, so my thing is, is that I think many times in life, the reason why evolving is so important is because as we, as we grow up, right, and we start to have those questions placed upon us, what are you going to do with your life? What do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to, it's like we start making these plans because people expect that of us. We expect it of ourselves as well. But we start making these plans. And then as plans don't work out, or we don't see how we're going to get to those plans or visions or dreams that we have for ourselves, many times we kind of drop off. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meaning we we don't live, we exist. Mm-hmm. But we yeah. exist mm-hmm. only looking forward to what seems like the end. Mm-hmm. Right? It seems like we live to the end. Mm-hmm. Steph and I were just talking and I said, you know, you look at Rita Moreno. I remember mm-hmm. I grew up when Rita Moreno was on the electric company and she was, hey, you guys. Rita Moreno is what? 80 years old today. And she exactly. is not stopping doing nope. nothing. Nope, nope, nope. nope. Do you nope. hear what I'm nope. saying? She is not stopping doing nothing. Nothing, nothing. MC Light was the DJ at on what on the Sunday night at the Essence Festival. So mm, I love MC, MC Light, Queen Latifah, Africa Bimbada, Big Daddy Kane, all those people grew up in my neighborhood, right? Hip hop, well, dancing, all, well, Newark, but all those people grew well, we up. Where we had access, me and Steph both, we had access to all exactly. those people. Right. Exactly. We yep. knew those people. Big Bang Kank was in my apartment on several occasions. Right. <laughs> it's not like, you know, now these were these were not stars to us. These were just people who had skill sets and we knew mm. them. Right. Mm. Steph lived down the street from the Isley brothers. Right. No, three blocks. Three blocks. Three blocks. Yep. OK, yeah. so so and, and for us, I think that we we've always had access to what whatever your level of success was we've always had access to that right Mm -hmm. I tell people all the time I think the greatest thing about living in a city like New York or when you live in a metropolitan major hustle and bustle city oh my god yes is that what you learn is that if you want it go get it Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. don't use excuses right Mm -hmm. like 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 you know um What's her name? Uh, oh my God. We were just Ooh. talking about her. Oh, Pat, not Patty LaBelle? No, um, no, no. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. So oh, when okay. Alicia Keys made the song about New York, New York, right? It's, I mean, Frank, Frank Sinatra made the song New York, New York, right? Right. And That's so right. they, those songs, that song talks about if you can make it in that city, mm-hmm. Right. You can make it anywhere. Exactly. So people, somebody wrote this thing on on Facebook, and I didn't read the whole entire thing. Uh, Someone wrote something on Facebook about growing up a New Yorker, right? And and essentially, what this person was saying is that as a new as a person growing up in New York, you need to people should give us grace, right? Because people always accuse New Yorkers of being very mean, very hard, very it's aggressive, so very <laughs> rude, very, we are not those things. At all. But what this person was saying was that in growing up in a city like New York, which I'm sure could be said if you grew up in a Chicago, if you grew up in LA, if you grew up in any metropolitan city, I just want to say that, where life moves. If you don't move, you get ran over. You get ran over, right? Easily. What this person was saying is that you all don't understand the trauma we saw. You all don't understand the trauma we grew up with. You all don't understand that at eight, seven, we were riding trains by ourselves, right? Yes. We were coming home from school by ourselves because our parents were what? 
going to work. And our parents made it clear, when you get out of school, you are to come home. You lock this door, you don't answer it, you don't let nobody in, you don't let nobody out, right? And let me, let me explain something to you all. That was not a time, there was no defects people coming to our homes checking on us. Thinking nope, that we were being abused or anything. We had not parents who went to work and we had to be obedient to what our parents said. And that was that. End of story, right? And oh, I, so, wore my key. I, was, I wore my key around my neck. I, I was a last we were we were latchkey kids before that was even a thing. Because we, right, right, right. Right? <laughs> we had keys on our necks all the time, baby. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, <laughs> so when you see when you see that hard shell from a New Yorker or any person who grew up, as I said, in a major metropolitan area, but I can only talk about New York. We can only talk about New York because that's where we grew up, right? That is the, that is the essence of evolving. That is the essence of maturity. That is the essence of knowing how to protect oneself. That is the essence of being in a tough ass environment and not falling foe to all the stuff you saw that could have got you gotten you caught up. Just, it makes us who we are. It got you ready for the world. I mean, to be honest with you, it got you ready for the world. And those of us that came from those areas that had the blessings to have families that lived in the South, you got yes. a balance of everything. You know, Absolutely. come come um, come um, summertime, holiday time. I'm in Savannah. You know, I'm in Charleston, South Carolina. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I can tell, and I and I, I definitely can see the difference of people that never left New York. Oh, the people. That's a whole different type of. That's a, that's a whole nother subject. <laughs> it, it really is because you could tell, like, they never went anywhere. They just stayed with all. I mean, because at that point, when we came along, born in the '60s, you know, New York was going through a whole transition. Uh, from being really something that was nice about it, that was getting gritty. You know, yes. New York was gritty and dirty. They just started yes. cleaning up in the 80s. Yes. And to me, even, it, it was so beautiful to me. I was still walking down 42nd Street, coming from school, had a yes, fight we with were. Yes, my oh, yes, we were. Monday, you know what I mean? But, it, but it's beautiful. I was in New York on Wednesday, and I never felt so alive. There were so many people. I was shining away from all the daggone tourists. They were everywhere. But I mean, it was New York. It was yes. like, Ooh, it's, it's New York. And there's no place in the world no like, it. like it. When COVID happened, they were doing these stories. Well, New York area come back. I even knew when I walked down the street in New York, because I was still going to New York, there was not a soul on the street. Never yes. ever saw it like that, except a major snowstorm. And I knew you could still, it was so weird. It was quiet as it was. You could still feel the energy there. Absolutely. Street and Absolutely. I was like, that's so silly because New York would never go anywhere. Are you crazy? You know, Ever. and you could like, you like when you come up going toward like if you cross over Forty Second Street going toward Fifth Avenue going uptown, and you could just look down the street and just see people. That's how it was on Wednesday. There was like you couldn't see the streets. You just saw people. Right. <laughs> it was like, right. Where's right. it going? Right. You know, it's never going to go anywhere. Let's be clear. Right. So and, and and so the point of the evolving me part is that there are moments in your life, right? Because life is filled with ebbs and waves, right? You yep. Sometimes you are high, high, you are flying, you are soaring. And there are times when you're grounded. 
right? And most times when we get grounded, we didn't even see the grounding coming, right? Because if we, if we knew the grounding were coming, we would probably try to do anything and everything to keep it from happening. But even when we sometimes know it's coming, it's still not, we're not able to stop it because there are points in life that sometimes you just gotta be grounded. You gotta go through whatever the storm is. You gotta go through the pain. You gotta go through the hurt. You gotta go through the sickness. You gotta go through the, the, the brokenness. You gotta go through it because that is what keeps you moving forward. Well, you come out on the other side stronger. Yes. But if you don't, but if you don't press your well, weight, well, you're, you're never, you're never like, it's like, it's like this. It's like when you could be soaring yes. and in your mind, you could think that you're high. Yes. But when you have all these things that you haven't addressed, whatever yes. they may be. Yes. And you have to be grounded when you do that and take the time to do all things that you need to do. You thought you were soaring before. <laughs> oh my yes. God. You, you saw so far up behind. You can't even see the ground. You're right. soaring so high. Right. So you must take the time to do that. Whatever. Like I had to take time. I had to have surgery. You know, on June first, I had to like be grounded. <laughs> I had to get better with my surgery. <laughs> oh, you're grounded right now, right? You know. So you know, it's just is what happens. You know, it's it what happens. Mean ever, it doesn't mean it's years. It could be just days. But it's just whatever it takes so for you to do that to make it happen, so you can soar higher than you ever thought that you could soar before. And that's what right. it's about. Because you have to take, you, you, everything that happens in your lifetime is only the, uh, it's, it's just lessons and it's blessings. And it's, and, and I, I know there are many times that it doesn't feel like a blessing. And there are many times that you go, I didn't ask for that lesson. I don't want to learn that. I didn't sign up for that course. But get, guess what? Life does not ask your permission. I know that's right. It that's does right. not. It exactly. does, it's not like when you go to, you know, like when you're a freshman in college and they say, you have to take this, take this, take this, take this. You have, you have, to take, you have your requirements. Yes. <laughs> and you have to take all those core course courses before you can even start to get to your major course. Right. Exactly. exactly. And you're going, I already took this in high school. I don't want to take, they don't care. You're going to take it again. And if you don't pass, you're going to take it again. And you exactly. don't move on until you finish the requirements in right. order to matriculate to graduate, right? Because if you don't and get the lessons, they'll keep coming back in different forms until you Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And too many times we get stuck in our own way. We start to follow our own parked car. We park the car. And then we get behind it and go, why are we not moving? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because you stop. Uh-huh. You, you stop. It's not moving. <laughs> you, st- you stop. You following your own parked car. You know why? Because you parked it and then you got out of it or you got in the back seat and going, what? What's wrong with these people ahead of us? Why are we not moving? No, 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 baby. They moving. You're not. First of all, you got out of the car. You got out of the driver's seat and you either got in the back seat or you just got out the car altogether and abandoned the car or you standing in the back watching what's going on, what all the rest of the traffic is doing and you standing there watching, talking about, what? why are we not moving? I tell Steph all the time, y'all have heard me say this before. <laughs> I'm gonna ride this ride 
till all my wheels fall off. And I want y'all to know, be mindful. If you got wheels, I'm going to take your wheels. You know why? Because you haven't used your wheels, which means your wheels are going to be good for me because I'm going to need all of the strength and, and, and power your wheels have. So I'm just letting y'all know, putting y'all notice. When y'all see me coming to get your wheels, don't be surprised because you're not using them. And you have to use, I, I don't know where, I, I think that not maybe as much, but you do see people, I hear people just in general like, oh, you know, I'm 55, I'm 60, I'm seven, but I can't do this and I can't do that. And I just don't understand that because, you know, my mom, by the time I was born, my mom was 42. She had sisters that were in their 50s. Um, my grandmother was still having babies in her 50s. So to me, that was always like young, you know, um, very young, no, but young. And then like, you know, my aunt, you know, she passed, she was 100. One of my aunts passed, she was 101. My other aunt passed, she was 100. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of longevity there. And I'm just saying, like, if you think that, I mean, when your time is over, it's over no matter what age, 20, 30. Hey, absolutely. absolutely. But as long as you're still here and you're viable, you should not put a restriction on your ages so I can't do this because your your mind is at work and your mind is listening to what you're saying to it. Right. So if you put it out there, that's how it's going to receive it. Oh, I can't do this because I'm this age. I can't right. wear this. I, can't. I don't understand any of those things. You should wear what's comfortable for you and you should do the things that's comfortable for you. But right. don't stop. Once you stop, well, I can't walk that far no more. Do you say that to yourself? Now you can't walk that far no more. Right. If you walk that far, I'll, you keep walking that far until your body says, well, maybe you don't have to walk that far. You can walk, you know, walk a little less, whatever the case may be. But don't stop unless your body says stop. But don't put in your mind, oh, I need to stop because I'm an X amount of age. That, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, I don't go out in the dark. I don't go out by myself because you know how old I am now. You you, you bring. <laughs> When you say those things, you bring those things to you. Yeah. Yeah. Words have and even, power. Even, and even if, here's the thing, the body is going to do what it's going to do. What it's going to do. Exactly. But you got to take it. Well, first of all, your body is your temple and you have to take care of it. So you got to take care of it. So the reality is though, too, like when you, I, I do feel so bad when I hear like a lot of the rappers, you know, from our age that are just passing away, you know, bad health issues and things yes. of that nature. And it's like, because you have to take care of your temple. Right. You really, really do. You cannot think that you're going to put all this stuff into your body and dog your body. And it's going to be there for you. And, you know, or, as you get older, it's not. But, or you could be like the rapper, like Method Man. God bless him. Have you all seen Method Man? I just... I'm just going to ask y'all. Have y'all yeah. seen Method Man? Yeah. Oh. I don't know yeah. what method. I know what Method Man's method is. Get, get Find a method. Yeah. Find a method. Like, because little, little, your body's going to do what you give it to do. Right. Your body's going to do what you give it to do. But if you, exactly. if you sleep on your body, your body's going to sleep on you. If you sleep yeah. on your mind, your mind's going to sleep That's on right. you. That's if you right. sleep on your heart, it's going to sleep on you. But I'm telling y'all, life is not, we, Steph and I, Steph is the one who said this. I remember years ago, Steph and I were having <laughs> a conversation. 
And I, we were talking about somehow we got to working and retirement. And, and, and this one right here goes, there's no place in the Bible that says people retire. She said, you were born, you worked, and you died. End of story. That's Cicely Tyson's life. That queen, that queen worked till the day God yes. said, your eyes yes. is your work is done. Exactly. Exactly. That is exactly. what we should strive to do. Not strive. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you don't get to retire, but retire. No, no, I mean, us no, that means, means doing you leave, though. right? You leave one thing and then you yes. move on to something else. And hopefully when you move on to the something else, it is the thing that you always really wanted to do in life. And it's not the have to that you did all the years prior to, but you had to do those things to survive, to take care of your family, to take care of your responsibilities, to get to the point where you could now do what you want to do, when you want to do, how you want to do it, right? Are your work work could be like my cousin who does the Lion King. He's like, I've never worked a day in my life because he always did what he loved from the get. Right. So, you know, but it's just like, but now he's like, I, maybe I don't want to do as many shows. He doesn't have to do as many shows as he used to do. Right. You know, that he can just lay out of his pool, you know, his beautiful right. new house. Built. But yeah, so it's, it's like, so you, what you want to be actually able to do is have options. Yes. When you have options, that's that's really what it's all about. Absolutely. Your work may be like, I want to go to the beach today. I want to go have lunch at Tiffany's. They do have some nice meals. Some of them are a little weird, but they do have some nice, but whatever. You just want to enjoy yourself. That What it comes down to is whatever's going to make you happy. Because right. when you're happy, you do well with everything you do, whatever it may be. That That's what it is. You have to look for the happiness and enjoying the things that you do. And I just want to side note, I just want to say that Talking about people who look great and just doing their thing. I, I was looking at Babyface, 62. What? You could tell, yes. like, you know, I, I look at our goat. You know, you're looking at like a Queen Latifah, Eddie yes. Murphy, Elsa Cool J. Yes. You know, these are people we came up with, you know, and they just yes. like, like, oh my God. And it's just like, you when to see our people that we knew when and saw them just soar. Right. And see how great they look and all the things they've accomplished. That's a really, really good feeling. It is. And it and it also shows you like, you know, I met I met two young ladies a couple of weeks ago, right before I went to Essence. Two young ladies and they they were they were just lovely. I have to, I need to reach back out to them just to check on them and see how they're doing. But one of the young ladies that I, the one who was mainly talking to me, because she literally called me over to come and talk to her. And I don't do I don't typically do that. Again, I'm a New Yorker. I don't trust people like that, right? But I went over and spoke to her. She had resilient tattoo on her. Okay. It, so that to me was a sign that there was that- a reason, it was an intervention, a reason for us to meet and to talk. Um, but in talking to them, you know, she said she didn't believe how old I was, right? Which mm-hmm. most people don't believe how old I am. And this is not me boasting on looking young or when people ask me, because people always say, oh, my God, you're not that old. People always they'll say, first of all, you're not that old. Well, I'm glad you think I'm not old, but (laughs) (laughs) nonetheless, but I appreciate that. But people will say, you know, people will say to you, "What, what are you doing? What do you do? It's not about what I'm doing. It's more about what I'm not doing. Right. 
Because I do believe laughter is a key to good health. Oh my God, yeah. Laughter is a key to good health. Even in the, in the midst of moments where I am feeling bad, I find something to laugh about, something to smile about, something to be silly about, something that gives me, because guess what? Laughters do this. Laughter makes my face look plump and then that crying thing. Oh my God, wait. Mm -mm. Now I'm like, mm -mm. I got bags under my eyes. I don't have time for that. I just don't have time for that. So laughter is key. Good living is key. I'm not yeah. saying you cannot, you know, you can't indulge in alcohol, but overindulgence in anything, anything. too Moderate much alcohol, use. too much That's social, right. you know, people say I socially use drugs. Well, too much socially <laughs> using of anything <laughs> is not good for you. Okay. Overindulging in eating, right? There are moments that, yeah, we all want to have eat that thing. I went to New Orleans. I ate two beignets. I bought three. I only ate two. But even those two, I was like, there was like three days of eating fried food. I don't eat fried food like that. My body was like, I don't know what you think is going on right here, but we shutting this down. I had to stop because I don't eat fried food like that. So yeah. then I got back on track. Let's get back to my salads and my grilled food. And, and I still enjoyed my time and had great food to eat. We just got to be mindful. Do what's good for your temple. Do what's good for, for your mind's sake, for your heart's sake, for your body's sake, right? For the thing that carries you through. Right. Evolving <laughs> you requires you to constantly think about where you are, how you're evolving, and you have to continue evolving. You cannot continue doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, thinking that it's good for you. Because, and it's, I'm not, let me, let me correct that. It may be good for you, but even the good has to have adjustments because after a while, it's just like taking antibiotics. The, oh, body, yeah. <laughs> the body builds up an immunity to it and says, yeah, that doesn't work for me. I've, I've, I've with uh, steroids, same as that right. thing. It's not going to work for you. You, you exactly. have to find a different way or you need to alternate the things that you're doing because the body goes, oh, you're taking this drug to keep from hurting from the pain. Okay, guess what? Keep taking me. Now you got to take two times the doses you were taking before. Or now you can't do without it. The body is the the body is very smart. It's good. It's good at rejecting that which they know is not good for it. Exactly. Right? And even when it's craving the bad things, that's a signal to you. Hey, we need to, we need to, we need to address this. Mm -hmm. right? That's right. That's right. It's just like when we, when we overeat and people think I just can't stop eating. Yeah, you can. Exactly. Stop going in that so, refrigerator. Stop going, I, 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 stop going to that sure. restaurant. As you get older, your metabolism does change. That, that's yes, not, it that, does. That, that is no lie. And sometimes earlier than others, you know, my started at 53. But you know your metabolism does change, so certain things like and it is. I wish, but it's true. Like people like to go like, oh, because I'm this age, I'm not 20 no more. But at the same time, what you did when you were in single digits, you couldn't do like when you're in double digits. You know what I mean? Right. So what you did in your 20s, you should be doing your 30s. I mean, it's different. It should right. be different. You have to evolve. 
exactly, and, exactly, and it's okay, okay. It's, it's okay. But I'm yeah, okay. I'm in my fifties now. I'm not doing everything I was doing in my forties. My forties, I was still nursing, having babies, or just right. you know, they were dollars, you know. So it's it's definitely a different life, and it, but it's okay. And just like you said, it's evolving, and we should. If we do nothing else in this world, we need to evolve. It's just like important. It's, it's so it's so so important. It's just like. You know, like I even look at like when you look at just different people, like um, I don't know when we grew up. Did you watch the Beverly Hillbillies? I hated that show. I told you that. <laughs> I, I never so so here's where <laughs> here's where Steph and I differ. Uh, um, <laughs> the Hillbillies, Andy Griffin, Gumpal. I had no tolerance for any of those shows. I had no tolerance. I didn't even like Good Times. Okay, yeah, I, 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 I just, I just I like, didn't like, have I like, it. I didn't have tolerance for it. I really yeah. did. Um, if for whatever reason it irked my nerves, those shows irked my nerves. I like the Jefferson. I would watch him every now and then, but after a while, he worked my nerves too. <laughs> well, I, well, I just the only reason I was talking about um the Beverly Hills, but it's just like one yes. of the characters on there. Oh, mm-hmm. not just her. You see some characters like um, did you watch Hotel with Connie Selica? But I guess I was yes. trying to say that that she's st- when you see her now, she still has that same hairstyle. Yes, and it doesn't look really good on her anymore. No, because she's not right what she had. Like that girl, the little girl that had the little ponytail. The woman was in her eighties with the same little ponytail, and I'm like that. Like really? Like I mean, and just in life, you know, people like that like change because part of that um, also. I think some people think it makes you still look the same. And, and, and some aspects it does, but mostly it really doesn't. But you shouldn't you have- look the same at, at 60 that you did at 20. The same I, that's career. Yes, because when you see some of these, some of these celebrities, yeah, you know, this, stuff being done, you look hence the reason, Right. I was going to say, <laughs> hence the reason why people, we, the, the, the vainness and the vanity of the human being, right, makes us believe that if I still look the same, and now I now let me let me fall back a little bit. I understand in 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 most industries, right? People do there there is um, ageism, right? There oh, is yeah. there is prejudice against, especially in the United States, more aging. than any other country, right? Mm-hmm. Because we do every everything here has to be a anti-YT. A pretty young thing. You got to be a pretty young thing. That's male or female, right? Mm-hmm. Hence the reason why people go around cutting up their bodies and, and, and getting shots and doing things because we don't, we don't understand that the ability to age is a blessing. Exactly. It, it's thing. grace that you age and you're aging gracefully and you're able to still walk and talk and you're here to share. I mean, it's funny though, because people love Betty White. And Betty White, and Betty White that. said, when I turned, someone asked Betty White, what have you done or something, you know, something reference to what have you done to have lived this long? And Betty White said, I will tell you after I turn 100. Well, Betty White died a week before she turned 100. Exactly. So we, we don't control this, this thing called life. We do not. Exactly. But, but you can what, tell- what we do control is what we do while we have it. Oh, absolutely. What? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's your, it's your, it's like when people say, oh, like same thing. Oh, I can't believe you're that old or whatever. And I own, I own every inch of 
how old I am because it's like, I mean, it's everything to me. It's like, I always say, it's like, I, when I came out of my mother, I came out with a piece of thread and I was weaving my tapestry and I just keep weaving. And to me to deny even one year, I'm missing a piece of the picture of the time. I've never lied about my age and nor will I ever. Don't lie about it because it's, it's me. It's who I am. Who's made me who I am. So I, I never, never understand people like, well, I don't tell how old I am. And I just, okay. You know, that's just Okay, weird. that's on you. you know, if that's, what, if that's like, what you want to do, it's fine with me. It's just like, it's when I tell people, oh, no, you, don't, you don't believe how old I am or whatever the case may be. And it's really your inner spirit. It's how you feel. Like you said, it's the laughter. You know, it's like when you feel good, you look good because you out, you really, it's the inside out. It's not the outside in. And that's what most people don't realize. You know, it's what you put into your body, the laughter, the happiness, how you feel, the smile on your face. Absolutely. You know, it's a reflection of your inner self. I mean, a real smile. But like, you know, with my son being in this industry and we watch different movies and, you know, I'm very much, that's my thing, the movie thing, the right. thing I've been to a girl. And I tell, I look at my son like this, Iris, and I'd be like, we look at something. I say, <laughs> He said, well, they, I said, they messing with their face. I can look right, at them and tell right. what's going on. They are in that face. You know what I mean? And just don't even look. You don't look the same messing with your face. You can yes. just tell. You know, and you look at a person like a Betty White. Betty White was not messing with her face. You know? And No, she, she didn't. But she, she, but she obviously lived a good life. She yes, lived she a life yes, full of laughter, full of taking right. care of herself, you know? Mm-hmm. She didn't. Same she thing didn't. as Cecily Tyson. Cecily Tyson was not messing with her face. Nope. She took care of another one. Like, well, how was your home? Cecily Tyson, how old was she when she died? She was 100. No, she wasn't 100. Yeah, she was, she was 90 something. No, she had just turned 99. Yeah, something like that. Or did she turned either. She. I know she had, because I remember when she turned 99. Maybe she was 100. But yes, you look at somebody like that and, and still was working. Absolutely. Still working. Still working. So it just says a lot about. Even I see the men. These men are messing with their face, and you're like, oh my god. You know what I mean? You could just see it. They and the awful, awful thing is when you do that, and then something happens to you, and it's not fixable, right? Exactly. So now you're you have like, a whole new set of issues with yourself. <laughs> yeah, like because um, you like, you went in for what you thought was going to be self improvement, and come out looking monstrous. I, I yeah. can't imagine well, I, that. I maybe maybe I, I think with some people, if you look that way, then you look that way. But when you do all this stuff to look that way, that's weird. You know, like if you were born with that face and you never did all that stuff, like I don't think little Kim looks ugly. I mean, I think she just doesn't like how she used to look. And I think that she was a very pretty girl. But now that she's done all these surgeries, it's like, who's that? You don't recognize them. Just like Jennifer Grey, the girl from Dirty Dancing, she doesn't, she does look nothing like herself at all. Right. And she said, I just had my nose fixed. You, I don't know if that's true or not. I'm not, I wasn't there. Yeah, I wasn't was your, the pillow or the sheet. But I know that you never got another job because right. you don't like the girl from for, um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You right. don't like the girl from Dirty Dancing. You right. like a totally different person. Right. So there you go, you lose your career. And that happens to quite a few people. You end up losing your career because you just don't look like you used to look. Right. You but know? you lose yourself. And I think, I think beyond everything you, else, you lost yourself you, before you, you lost yourself, and and I don't you know how I don't know how you go back and find yourself. Yeah. Um, uh, you, you know, know. when well, you take a Michael Jackson's for for instance, you know what I mean? 
And it's like, that was the saddest thing ever, ever, ever to see that metamorphosis of changing, changing. Like, it's like, oh my God, when are you going to stop? And, you know, and he probably, if he would have lived, he probably would have kept moving. You know, I don't know where he could have went to from there because the nose was just so tiny. Like you want to have a baby nose on a, on a, an adult person. That's weird to me. You know, and a baby's nose is so tiny. When they get a little sniff, you got how you got to clean their nose or whatever. And these people want these little tiny noses, like, like on a baby or on a little animal, you know, when you're an adult, that's strange. Well, again that all that that's a whole nother topic because it's all about how you see yourself he, michael jackson says start with the man in the mirror but apparently he did start with the man in the mirror and he didn't like the man that he saw in the mirror and so he continued evolving to change that person in the mirror right Saida Garrett. Garrett too they wrote them they wrote that song yeah but it's, it's i mean it's, you know it's, it's just it's a it's a thing that you know i understand there are there are things that when we who we are we don't like about ourselves whether it's physical oh, yes, mental emotional exactly. there are things that we don't like about ourselves that but that's that's always going to be a thing but i, I tend to think that you you have to evolve because exactly. as you evolve as you get older your looks change believe exactly. it or not you know, okay. that is one of the things I, I fight against right now, I think, in our society is that young people now don't go through the ugly duckling stage. I know. They don't, I know. They don't. They don't. So this is I feel that takes away that character building because mm. you don't you don't even have the ability to deal with your own insecurities because somebody comes along and says, let's fix that for you. Right. Even to the point of, and I'm hear what I'm saying, y'all. I'm not, I'm not trying, I'm not judging, and I'm not knocking. This is just, this is Iris talking, right? <laughs> I do think, right, as a young person, I remember I can go back and look at pictures of myself, and I remember when I had the hairstyle that you know you twisted and you do it, and by the time you walk outside, one's poking up here and the other one's down here or the part's not straight, or, you know, I was, I did not have acne as a teenager. I had acne when I turned 40. So that was a struggle for me, right? I remember being very small and skinny um, when other girls were well-developed. I remember that these beautiful rings on my neck were a teasing thing for people, for family and for friend and foe that used to bother me, but that is life. It, at no point in time was I gonna go, oh my God. Now I used to wear turtlenecks because I was like, I'm not gonna let you tease me. Until my aunt, I think I told you all this before, my you aunt did. said, <laughs> you know, the more rings on a woman's neck in Africa speaks of her wealth and her level of royalty. Well, baby, baby. <laughs> Y'all better embrace all of this. See? See how God bless me? I'm saying you cannot, don't go through your life shortchanging yourself because of some physical attribute. Because we all grow into who we who we were intended to be. It takes it, great courage. Exactly. That's what C.E. Cummins says. It takes great courage. It takes courage to grow in to who you were intended to be, 
remember that. It's it's true. And you you have to, I know when um I used to work for this company called Pure Perfection, I used to model for them. And I'm like, well, maybe I, I need to give it a bigger company. So I sent my stuff to Elite. You know, they were like the hot people in town. And I don't really do because I'm not, I'm only five five. So it's like photo, whatever. And they were like, you know, they sent my pictures back with changing my nose. My nose is too big. I'm like, I'm never going to do that, you know, because mm-hmm. my nose is for my face, you know. So it's like certain things that you just, and I think the things that you don't love about yourself that you can't change, you learn to love about yourself. Learn to embrace because, it. Exactly, exactly. And what's wrong with that? Because, you know, we were made perfectly by our creator. You Absolutely. Know? And, the, and like you said, the first thing you ever do is to compare yourself to someone else. Right. But if you if you love yourself, you know, then that that's that's half the battle. Right. Because you're gonna have to deal with the world's gonna have, not everyone's not gonna love you or like you or think that you are right. attractive, whatever. And that's not for the world. That's for you. Right. You know, yeah. And I always often do things just like I guess with all the ways I feel about everybody having the same hairstyle now, everybody looking the same, everybody having the same eyebrows. It's like where is the difference? You know what I mean? It's like nice, but who all wants Where's to look Where's the uniqueness like? in, in each exactly. of us? Exactly. It's like, no, you, right. Exactly. Like, w- shouldn't we all look different, be different, have right. different? I mean, like I always say, it wasn't a lot of us on TV when we were growing up, but the ones that get Christy Love, you know, um, Diane Carroll, yes. you know, and it was somebody else, the black, we, they all look different. You know what I mean? They had a different look. They had different hairstyles. They did different things. You know what I mean? Pam Grier, she was doing the movies. I loved her wild, crazy hair. You know, it was just like, but it was different. You know, you could see they look different. Now, I don't care what race you are, what nationality you are, everybody got the same hairstyle. And that's just crazy. <laughs> Even when the afros was the biggest things. Right. Nobody's afro look exactly the same. Hello. Hello, nobody. Nobody's that. I don't care. We could have all used the same body, said it the same way, and all the all the boys afro. We'd be like, oh no, we like his afro better. That (laughs) you know, it's funny. You were saying on the coming back home from New Orleans, there was this man on the plane. He had the biggest behind afro, and it was beautiful. I was like, you rocking that fro, bro? He was rocking his fro. And I mean, and that's the thing, because as I said, young ladies these days, young men don't go through the through that uncomfortable, ugly duckling stage of life anymore. That stage of life built character in us. Right. The ability to to have to go out into the world and have people judge you and make comments about you. You know, I know. Don't get me wrong. I understand being bullied is not nice. Being bullied is not nice. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just simply saying the ability to not build stamina in oneself, because if I don't like it now, so if I don't like my hair, let me go get a wig. If I don't like my, if I don't like my face, let me go get Botox. Let me go get plastic surgery. If I don't, because what happens if, because at 13, I feel I have all kinds of emotions in that year of 13 from 13 to 15. Oh God, I am so confused. I don't know who the hell I am. And from like, and from fifth, and listen, 15 to about 30. 
Oh my God. I would yeah. not go back to those years to save life. But I wouldn't go, would go back to any of them. I'm but I'm so thankful. Exactly. Right. But I'm thankful for the opportunity to have been yeah. able to discover who I am. Exactly. But if we keep exactly. altering or we keep taking away those moments or allowing people to escape those moments by changing your looks or changing your circumstances and fixing everything, how do you learn to cope? How do you learn to evolve? How do you learn to pivot? How do you learn to cope with your life? And as it's going to throw curveballs at you, what do you do with that? It's true though. I mean, you, you, but you don't learn, you don't develop coping skills. You know what I mean? And so now, then now I eat a high rate of suicide. You know, for young or the people. high rate of people going out and shooting at other people for no apparent reason oh, in the that, world. That, that, that's oh my god, that's a that's a whole like that's you know, a whole other thing. But you have to realize when you have that much harm to themselves. When, right, because when you have that much anger inside of you, that anger has built. You didn't oh, just absolutely. one day wake up and go. Oh my God, the world hates me and I'm going to hate it back. That's not yeah. how that works. No. But so, I mean, this is what's like going on, but people that are hating themselves to kill yourself, to do that to yourself, that is a whole lot of pain and a whole and it lot is. of it is. It's a lot, a lot, a lot of pain. And a lot of that's because then now, now you have as much as the internet and all the social media sites has helped us, it's hurt us too. So now people are getting bullied on those things. Yes, the same they way are. That are building up hatred to go out and do these mass shootings. And, you know, a lot of that comes from social media and seeing the things that are being, but how we have negative, we have more negative things. Flashed in front of us media. every day. Everything, every single day. And it, it does affect us. It does. I know I was listening to my mentor yesterday. He said, little Dirk has a new album out. And he said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a family man. I mean, he was in the street, but he's a family man. He's been married for 15 years, got two children, whatever. He said, by the time he finished listening to that album, he was ready to go kill somebody. Because it does get into your social, I mean, into your conscious mind. People like, it's, it's a strategy, to be honest with you, that we are so easy to fall into. Do you think that the record company is willing to give a contract to what well, they don't really contracts like they used to anyway, but a contract to somebody that's singing about happiness. No, they want to give a contract to somebody singing about killing somebody, this and that. So therefore, especially us as a culture, we could continue right. to kill more ourselves. It's it's right. a whole thing. It's like it's like it's, it it starts in your mind, and that's how it's through the lyrics and you there you driving and you singing a song. And they say you know you know he stepped on my shoe. Let me go kill him. He 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 put his name in my mouth. Let me go kill him. You know like are you stupid? But it, I'm telling you, it's subliminal. Yeah. Now, in all those subliminal messages that's feeding these young minds, and there we go. Right. You know, just okay. even a subliminal message. It's like you go through your life, and I, I grew up with people that, you know, felt that they were attracted to the same sex it, from first grade, you know, because you, you just know, even as a kid, you know, friends, kids that we went to school with that we grew up with, our friends. We knew who who the boys who liked boys. We knew who the girls were to like the girls. Right. When you were single digits, you know that. Now you need the world to tell you that. Now, now listen, being accepted, that was different. But you knew. You know, they felt comfortable coming. That's different now. But when now you're telling the world has to tell you that, 
Now you listen to music. Now every time you're not happy, oh, maybe because that's why I'm not happy. You know, it's like same thing what you're talking about, about the ugly stage, the hormonal stage, trying to figure out who you are and everything of that nature. Like my nephew, he was two years old and you could just see, you know, no one said anything to him because that was for him. You know what I mean? Right. Now he's a good man and that that's that's who he is and we love him and we accept him. But for now, yeah. like somebody tell you and that's how you are and all that's really crazy to me. It's the same thing about just developing. It's the same situation. But yeah. to put all these subliminal messages in all these young people's head to make them feel all these different things. Or, or maybe I should be like that too. You know what I mean? You, because you, that's the thing. Every, you know, here, I think there's, so the, the vast difference is, of course, growing up now in this society with social media is, is, is an angel and, and the devil all at the same time because it's an exactly. overload of, of any amount of information that you want or don't want. It's an overload, right? Um, but it also puts people in the situation that if, you, if you're at any stage in your life feeling down, feeling I haven't done anything with my life, I, I, everyone else seems to be moving and I'm not, it, going to social media is not the place to go. Oh my God, because, because please remember, people only put on social media that which they want you to see. And most times exactly. people put on social media <laughs> is only the good. Don't get exactly. it twisted. Exactly. Right? It's a snapshot. It's a, a snapshot. snapshot. You know? It, it, like it, our, it, like it, our it, old it wedding is, photos. And we're not right. married no more. <laughs> right. It's a snapshot of just the good stuff, right? I was reading an article about you know, Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey. So, you know, they broke up. They were dating for a year. Okay, that's not a long time. They, they, people break up sometimes. And that means what? People break I, up and, and I'm like, what does that mean? People break up that have been together 78 years. I don't, you know, but my thing is, my thing is, is that, you know, they both deleted all of their pictures off of the uh -huh. okay great lovely uh -huh. wonderful it just because you took it off social media doesn't erase that it happened it's, you were together exactly you were together which means learn how to control what you decide you're going to put out there for the world to talk about exactly because that's where we that's where we also find ourselves in in what we call judgment we get mad at the world because we put all our business out there mm -hmm. on front mm -hmm. street and then when we put when we put something bad or negative and the world decides, oh, that's what y'all doing now. I don't think that now you mad, but you are the remember loves. You are the one who went to that Facebook page to that Instagram page and right. proclaimed your love for this. Right. Whoever that person was. And you put it out there. Here I am with my babe. We chilling. We that. Guess what? You know how to best avoid all of that nonsense? Don't put it out there. Uh -huh. So if something go down that you didn't want the world to know about, nobody gonna ask you nothing because they don't know. They don't know. Nobody they gonna comment because they don't know. They don't know. Keep it to yourself. And I and you never know. But just like with um, I was telling you about the Jennifer Lopez a documentary. And it took, I don't, I don't know if it came out when it was supposed to come out, but they had to scrub it clean of Alex Rodriguez. 
Because now when she was making it, she was engaged to him. Yes. And she came in, so she had to like take, and it got a little clip of Ben Affleck in it. You know, that you don't have to insert him in it. Right. But they they scrubbed it. Okay. So I don't even know if it was the same documentary as it would have been. Right. Since they had to take Alice Rodriguez out. So these are things that you go through when you insert someone, and especially, I guess, somebody that goes through, well, however many relationships you want to go through, it's none of your, nobody's business. Right. But when you keep putting them all out there, and then, and I think, I guess my thing is, if that was, when you made this documentary, if that was your fiance then, then what's the problem? Because there's pictures out there, it's never going anywhere. You know right. what I mean? People you, know, you, you and he yeah. proclaim love for each other. You and yeah. he join houses, join families, which we yeah. have all done at some point in time in life. So that's my point. If exactly. you want your business to be your business, keep it at your business. <laughs> Keep you know, it and if you, you and, and the person that is going on between, then you have to own it, right? You want to be, then you got to own it. You have to own it. Like, okay, that was then. This is now. You know what I'm saying? And Move that's on. okay too. But right. But then to go through, and that's what they do. That's the whole big thing now with not just all the celebrities. That's how they break up. They got to scrub everything clean. Because well, it's the can, it's the it's the cancel it's it's called cancel it's the right, cancel and you no yeah, matter that's just like nothing. saying because I burn your pictures means that you have now disappeared and what went on between no. us no, no. no. the mem- the, the, the only pictures that I really am still looking at are the ones that I keep playing in my head about exactly. every conversation we had, every moment we spent together, every time you told me yes that you love me, or every time you told me no you didn't love me. This is what we forget as human beings. This thing right here does not turn off. No, it doesn't. It, and it, no, it does not forget stuff that has been consistent, exactly. good or bad. Mm-hmm. Always remember That's that. True. The brain, the mind, and the heart that has no damn sense, it forgets <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing at all nothing at all that's what i say like especially when you're talking about somebody in the celebrity world we've seen all those pictures so you taking them off you so you means what listen not only have i seen them i can go back and pull them up in my feed that's what he said and if for the people who are really obsessed oh they save those pictures baby they have a whole album of well, because you know why the thing is too like because I followed you, right? I followed you with the social media being like this. Now we think you're like, oh, like you, you bet all the people now, all the girls that are making a certain amount, they gonna go take it. They think they Rihanna, who just officially became a billionaire. Congratulations to Rihanna! Congratulations, um, Riri. And so now they gonna get they, they Rihanna because they boss babe and all this nonsense, you know, put them titles themselves. And now they get somebody like ASAP Rocky. Now they gonna have these babies. And this is like, you know, people like to, you know, just do you. And stop trying to be someone else. Exactly. You can't be anybody else. And that's the thing that was really been a bad thing about social media because now you want to dress like a celebrity. Now you want to do this. You want to do that. And, you know, influencers, you know, which is a big thing. And unfortunately, a lot of things are not being influenced well, especially when it comes to young people that still don't know who they are. Right. You have to find out who you are, what's Mm -hmm. important to you, What's your destiny? What's your journey? What's your walk? What do you need to evolve in? Evolving me means that that's something that needs to go on every day. Right? Every day that I wake up is a new day. What happened yesterday is over. Now, there may be repercussions of what decisions I made yesterday, 
but it's still over. You still have to now figure out how am I moving forward? Because if you don't, now you just stuck. Now you following or you are sitting behind the parked car. Don't do that, guys. And, and you know, you have to be your own guide also because it's like so true. Like I know my mentor said when he first wrote his book, you know, the publisher said, oh, you should get somebody like Bill Cosby to write the forward for you. And he says, I don't I don't know Bill Cosby like that. But, you know, he's this and he's that. And he said that he said, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. And he said, you know, he thank God that he knew his own mind, because look at the situation that Bill Cosby is in now. You know, it's like you it's like I think about all the sadness and things that has happened to Wendy Williams, mm-hmm. you know, all the people that followed her. And, you know, Wendy was definitely the queen of shade, but she definitely gave a lot of good advice. And now you just think that you wish she would have taken her own advice. Absolutely. You know, and she gave it, but she did not take it. Right. And now, you know, you, you, I, I do feel for her as this, a, a, a human being, anyone that, you know, that you could see what they were and what they have become yes. and have now been exploited. But it, it, and it's just sad. That's why you do have to look within because you never know what's going to happen. You think like, oh, whatever they do, whatever they say is right on point. No, you don't know. No. No, because no, their no, life no. is not your life. And I don't care. Exactly. You, can, exactly. you can go out and buy every piece of something you think somebody has or what makes mm-hmm. them popular or do everything that they said they did to become, you know, rich and famous. That's not your journey. If that's not it's your not journey, true. it's not going to play out the same for you. Exactly. So find your place. Find who mm-hmm. you are. Discover who you are. Find the thing that makes you, you know, your why, why you get up every day, why, why you're pressing, why you working so hard, why you grinding, what's the why for you, for you, not for what somebody else has told you it is for you or what somebody else says it was for them, but what's the why for you? Until you can discover that, yeah, until you can discover that you're going to continuously be stuck. If you need to dress like the mannequin, then you don't know who you are. Cause you never dress like the mannequin. You know what I'm saying? You got like, oh, I like those pants. I like that together. Maybe I'll do a different skirt or maybe I'll do something different. Or if you don't have, like, you need to, oh, that influencer got that wig. Oh, I need that wig. I look like that influencer. You have to have your own look. I never forget years ago, this movie, I don't know if you ever see this old movie called The Goodbye Girl. And she finally got a boyfriend that had some money and she wanted this living room set. So they got the whole living room set, whatever. And she's like, it just doesn't look like it was in a magazine. It just doesn't look like the magazine. He said, well, that's a Fifth Avenue penthouse. And we live in a, you know, two-story walk up. So that's why it doesn't look the same. (laughs) I mean, same everything. But but that's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, right, you got to get what fits. Or like, okay, fine. And not that it looked bad. But she wanted it to look exactly like right. the magazine. You can't because you don't have exactly what it was. That wasn't you your moment. Like you don't have the same apartment that's right. That, that, that wasn't your moment. Exactly. That's just like you know what looks good on a person that you know, different sizes is not going to look good on everybody. Exactly. If you are just a slim person, straight up and down, and you want to wear one of them tight dresses. You're not going to look good like a big curvy girl. She's going to look fabulous because she got the curves to make that dress fill out. So everything is not for everybody. But when you find out what works for you, honey, you got something going on there. (laughs) That's the best. 
that color yes. works, that, that dress works, that looks, and you're comfortable. Right. That's most important. When you're comfortable right. in what you wear, right. Hey, you know, you come in and you own the room. Right. You definitely. I could wear a crown, I could wear a crown baker bag with some uh, drawstring on it. I'm gonna make it look good. I know that's right. I know that's right. You can wrap some fabric. I wrap this dress and boom, and there we go. You know, <laughs> you know hello. And you I'm can evolve. Like, you know, what? when I was a little kid, I suffered so bad from eczema and I had it all over my legs. And my legs used to be like black like tar. And one of the kids on my body said, he's called me um, moon crate legs and skillet legs with my mm -hmm. nickname. And between all that and the coupling and all the stuff that was going on, that's why the first time I tried to commit suicide, I was nine years old. And now I just look at like, you know, I wear, I mean, I have some, probably some little scarring from it, whatever, but all through childhood, even all through my teenage years, I never wore shorts. Mm. I never exposed my legs. And then as I, I got my twenties and my cousin we was talking about earlier cooking, he said, wear shorts and like, get like, your legs will get better, like expose them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I, I do, I do, I expose them and, you know, and moved on from there. You know, one of the biggest things when I used to do like store shows and Molly, it's like, oh, you have beautiful legs. You know, and I was like, wow, where'd that come from? But I remember, you know, all the yes. history of my legs, you know? Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's called evolving. It's evolving. It's evolving. You know? That's right. So, and how does like, what, whatever that saying goes, suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. That's right. So don't make the, don't make don't make rash decisions. Exactly. Come, don't exactly. especially when it comes to your life. Don't make yeah, rash don't. decisions. No, no, right. don't. Evolving evolving means you have to take time out to lay out all your cards, right? Mm -hmm. Figure out what what card needs to be moved down, moved up, right? Figure out the pieces on on the you know the pieces in your puzzle and figure out exactly. what you need to do. A piece on but, your chessboard. What's the next move? That's right. But evolving, <laughs> you know, evolving right. is every day. Every mm, day you can right. evolve at something. You you mm -hmm. can be more than you were five minutes ago. Just oh, based on how you yeah. how you think about things, how you how you process it, how you think mm -hmm. about yourself, what you think about yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And how mm -hmm. you talk to yourself. That's right. right. It all what makes you, what do you always say about how you talk to yourself? What you be say careful about? what you say to yourself about yourself because yourself is listening. Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> she That's is listening. Right. He is That's listening. Right. right? So be so careful. We are our worst critics. We are our worst critics. Yeah, we are our worst critics. And we and and you don't your competition is only you. Oh, absolutely. I don't Your competition is only you. You are not competing against, you can't compete against what is not like you. It's true. And, and, and nothing's like you. And there's really nobody true. else is like you. We're like, no, we like snowflakes. There's no exactly. one like you. Exactly. There's no even one like twins. And Even identical twins. You don't have to compare yourself to anybody because there is no comparison. Mm -hmm. Unless you were born with a twin and even there. You do That's share right. DNA, but there's still differences between oh, two. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yep. just remember that. Stop, stop trying to be somebody else. Stop trying to be mm -hmm. like your sister, your brother, your friend, the celebrity who there's only one of you. There is only one unique of you. Mm -hmm. Evolve That's into true. that one uniqueness of oneself. That's right. And life will be That's so true. much sweeter. 
Oh, it's so much sweeter. <laughs> Life no, will be so much sweeter. What? It's so, so sweet. How sweet I, it is. How Jackie sweet it is. I'm sure some of y'all are probably going to enjoy the weekend. Y'all might still be celebrating going y'all. Some of y'all might be traveling. Be careful out there traveling. You know, COVID is still alive. COVID is still very much alive. Be very careful, but have fun. Be safe wherever you're going, but have fun. You know, Uh, just take some time out for yourselves. We always tell you guys, self-care is the first place to start, right? Care about oneself first and then care about everybody else around you, but care about mm-hmm. oneself. Take care of yourselves, take care of your families, but have fun this weekend because it's a great weekend, right? Every day is a good day, but have fun. Steph, I love you. I know you're going out to hustle and bustle and do what you do. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I gotta get my hair cut. I gotta get a, I gotta get a trim. I gotta get my hair done. I gotta meet some of my money girls tonight. We're gonna have some. Okay. Yeah, some din din and um, you know, do some strategies, some investments we're working on. Okay, so I gotta do that. So I'm gonna have a long now. Then I got a function, I got a barbecue on Saturday, nice. And then I have, I have a open house on Sunday and a barbecue Sunday evening. Okay, so I'm having a busy weekend. <laughs> well, amen. Better, better busy and amazingly productive than sitting at home doing nothingness so amen well, you know that's, that's that's never us when, when you well when this you is true it's because you choose to trust us. right right if i say i'm doing nothing it's because i choose to do nothing. Yeah, i know that's right so i just and i'm not outside. and i'm really not good at doing nothing either so maybe mm. me either netflix and chill but i did yesterday i was so busy too and i came home and i was like i was so exhausted because I, I went to sleep the night we was talking i said let me go to sleep Yes. And I tossed and turned. I finally didn't fall asleep till four o'clock in the morning. Wow. Exactly. Then I was up like at 8 30. And so then it just threw me <laughs> off. Yeah, girl. But um Leslie, I came home and I said I was just gonna chill. And I did, and I ended up watching the house of Gucci. Oh, because okay. I had I had lunch with my girlfriend and she was telling me she watched it. I tried watching that. It was really good, but it, it, it was, was good, long. but it was too long. It was, it, was too, it was too long. It was a lot. And I was like, oh, no, forget this. I didn't know it was a movie initially. Then I remember, oh, right. And then I'm looking at the girl, looking at the girl. I, I, I recognize Al Pacino, yes. um, Jeffrey Irons. Um, I didn't recognize Jared Leto. But then I realized, oh, this is the big movie. And the, and the lady was Lady Gaga. Yeah. That's why I can't put on weight yes. for the role, anything like that. But it was really, really, really good. And coming from that fashion industry, it was quite interesting, you know, how that on, on sad, but it really is quite interesting. Yes. And you were able to watch, did you watch Halston? No. I haven't Halston watched was- anything lately. I, I'm I'm actually going to watch yeah, something. Oh, you've been like busy. I, yeah, like, but I'm, I really, I don't really watch, I don't, I don't get into it, but I do plan to watch. So Vivica Fox has something so Keeping Up with the Joneses that's premiering tonight on Peacock, I think. Who has that? Vivica Fox. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I heard about it. I heard yeah. about it. I heard so about I think it. I'm going to watch that tonight. I believe it's a series, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch that tonight. That's what I'm going to do. Is, this Friday. Isn't it old? I don't know. It was. She was on the Today Show today talking about it. Oh, okay, I thought it was something. She'd been talking about it for a long time. It's though, premiering. I, I, I did see Nia Long. I think Nia Long's in. I didn't see all the other. I didn't really. I kind of glimpsed real fast, but I think I'm gonna watch that tonight. Yeah, that'd be good. I can't get it because all the shows you get a nice, good show. Seem like okay, this would be a show I make time for just to rest. 
and then they cancel it. Yeah. Well, especially when it has a lot to do with a lot, a lot of us in it. I mean, like it's cancel society, like, babe. I know. You get a good, good one this season. Things coming. They did Queens. I was like, oh, I could rest with Queens. That'd be like my little one hour guilty pleasure. I don't watch any of that, you know. Yeah. The, the hip, all that. So I'm watching that stuff. And they canceled that. Um, our kind of people, like it was going to be good. They didn't pick it back up again. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's quite interesting. Yeah. But anyway, have a great weekend, honey bunny. You and too, I just want to tell everybody um, that it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Evolving you, know? you. Evolving yeah. you. It's all going to be okay. And y'all have a best weekend. Love y'all. Love you. Love you.